0: Hello everyone, and welcome once again to the Red Dwarf Intro Cast, where we talk about Red Dwarf episode by episode. Longtime fans and newbies alike journey together on the mining ship Red Dwarf into the far reaches of space. My name is Heath.
1: I am Angela.
2: I'm Shane.
0: And I'm (laughs) Dobin.
3: I'm Matt.
4: (laughs) Hi,
0: Matt. Hello, Matt. Matt? Hey.
3: Hey. How are you
0: And this week... We are talking about time slides. When you're Ooh, having time fun. travel.
3: I love time travel.
0: Don't we all? <laughs> time travel is awesome. Uh, well, Matt, before we get into the episode, let's get to know you a bit better. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell our loyal listeners where you are from. Uh, what is your name, what is your favorite color, and what is your quest?
3: <laughs> uh, my name's Matt. I'm from Canada. My favorite color is blue. No yellow. Ah! <laughs> um, my quest is to podcast a lot.
0: <laughs> and what are some podcasts we can hear
3: you on? Uh, I'm on the Twin Peaks podcast currently. and uh, have has everyone here seen Twin Peaks?
0: Actually no. Oh. I watched the first oh. episode and
1: then yep. I decided to finish writing my dissertation before I continued watching. <laughs>
3: Okay, we'll get back to that because it was the biggest <laughs> shit in the world in 1990. So, <laughs> uh, but it really is a like a, a show that if you call yourself a television fan, you have to see at least once, and it's on Netflix, so there's no excuse. So, everybody, check out Twin Peaks on Netflix and uh, listen along to our intro cast.
0: Cool beans! Amazing
3: show and an amazing podcast. Thank you.
1: I was watching Power Rangers at the time. <laughs>
3: Well, I didn't watch it originally. I only started watching it, like, uh, a couple years ago.
0: Power Rangers being only slightly less surreal.
1: (laughs) Fewer red curtains, I've heard.
0: (laughs) So, uh, let's get into... This episode, time slides. Uh, well, Sean couldn't make it this week, so we're going to ask Shane if he would <laughs> to go ahead and read the episode's synopsis for us.
2: The developing fluid that Crochen uses to possess old photographs mutates, and the photographs come alive. The Red Wolf crew find that they can go into the photograph, and this defines that the photographs are them to go back in time where you plan on changing history so it doesn't get, end up marooned in deep space.
1: I love how now, whenever they need to explain anything that's crazy going on, they'll just say, oh, it mutated over the <laughs> millions of years.
0: It happens. You know, it came
1: out of the Hellmouth, or, you know, it's the green kryptonite that mutated it, or,
4: yes.
3: Okay, guys. Or in nineteen 1960- six. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say I have to admit I don't know much about this show. <laughs> I've, I've only seen uh I've only seen the episode here or there over the years and then this episode. Mm. I can tell you what I've pieced together, but Okay. From okay. From what from what I know, the main dude, I think Lister Yep. Yes. He somehow did. He get cryogenically frozen or something? Yes, he, he did. did. Yes. Okay. Yes. So
0: he he got frozen because he decided to bring a kitty cat onto the spaceship, which breaks the rules, and so uh, okay. they froze him. All right. So and, and the guy, in guy in the named character. Cat is
3: like the evolution of the original Cat, right? Yes. 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 And that the hologram guy was he was he like an original shipmate of hit of the other of Listers.
1: Yeah, he was his annoying Correct.
3: roommate. Okay.
0: And and then uh, the way that the ship was set up was uh, whenever a crewman died, uh, like the last one to die or the most useful one, they would make a hologram replacement to uh, do the duties.
3: okay. I said duties. <laughs> duties. <laughs> so what year did this ship take off? Like when they're doing the flashbacks here, they seem to be in modern day.
1: Well, the future um, gets well, stuck in whatever uh, decade that TV show is being made.
3: Mm, not sure I understand that. So, like, <laughs> w- when when Lister got on the spaceship, what year was it supposed to be?
0: I forget. Was it like twenty one? Shane, do you remember uh, what year uh, the Red Dwarf uh, took off? Uh, it was revealed in the previous episode, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not remembering it. But it was, you know, slightly in our future, oh, basically. Okay. So uh te- where we had space travel and we're mining asteroids. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. But
0: this is three million years past that. All right. But I mean yeah, what so
1: I was saying what's... is since um since the nineteen eighties is current time to the nineteen to when the show is being made then that's mm-hmm. how those 1980s people would think pop culture would be in the future.
4: Right, right.
0: Yeah, just Cause... like Back to the Future too, and then was very 80s, and uh, you know the Jetsons and the Flintstones were both very 50s or early 60s. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, they were very hopeful about how fast our technology would will advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit over, over. Um overshot their es- estimates
0: I'm, I'm still waiting on that flying car yeah me too i want the hoverboard
1: <laughs> a hoverboard definitely a
0: hoverboard. oh yes uh any day now <laughs> yeah. so yeah so they get our we get our convenient plot device of after three million years developing fluid causes time and space to alter and and timey, wimey, wibbly, wobbly. 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 Anyway. S.O.D. 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 <laughs> S.O.D. <laughs> um, I really liked this episode. Quite a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially since it had special guest star Adolf Hitler.
1: <laughs> it was a lot of fun.
3: I assumed that would be an actor playing him. I didn't expect them to use the real Hitler.
1: <laughs> I know, they had to develop yeah. this technology just to make the episode.
3: Did Hitler's and... estate get resi- residuals for this show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't not. know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would, I would. On, on, a, on a whim, I would say no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Talking of Hitler, did anybody
2: notice the historical inaccuracy? Uh, in which scene? I'm inaccuracy. sure there's plenty. <laughs> well, can, I, yeah. can, I,
5: can I say it?
2: Go go ahead, Paul.
5: Um the incident with the um the bomb and the briefcase mm. actually yes. happened in Rustenburg in nineteen forty four and um Nuremberg oh. finished in nineteen
0: thirty eight. Well there you go.
1: That that's that it. Isn't... I'm off the show now. They've just made <laughs> too many mistakes. <laughs> that
0: wasn't that wasn't the mistake
2: <laughs> I was referring to, actually.
5: Alright then, smart I thought I was being. I thought I came across as rather intelligent there as well. Oh yeah, that's a very good fact
0: to know. (coughs) I mean, it's it's no knowing what a thunderbird is, but you know. (laughs) So, uh, what what was the other historical inaccuracy?
2: Von Steffenberg put the bomb in his own briefcase, not hit this briefcase. Uh. So, Lister took. Hitler's briefcase back, he should have brought Ron Staffenberg's briefcase through. Well, there you go. But why that, but it, then, why you know, that in wouldn't the sky quite inexorably uh, getting rid of a good gag? Really
0: under well,
5: maybe he had it in his own briefcase in Nuremberg, and then when he got to Rosenberg <laughs> six years later, he actually got him and put it into Hitler's briefcase at the time. So, or maybe with just I don't know.
0: Justified. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so the episode starts um, mini with golf. Lister and Cat playing mini 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 golf yes table that, golf That's pretty cool it's Which like a it's like a, mm. it's like a
3: model train set except it's like a model golf course <laughs> yeah.
0: What I love
5: about that scene is the fact that Cat is dressed to the nines in his, in his, yes. his golf yes. gear he has mm. sound effects Mm. He had a little the notebook box. taking score, and it made me. Oh, I'm, I really want that hat that cat was wearing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although I didn't want that stupid red dwarf logo that keeps popping up everywhere.
5: Is it to make sure, make sure people who are watching remember what TV shows are watching? I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess so.
5: This isn't Star Trek. What is it? Oh, it's red dwarf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I guess it kept uh Patrick Seward from suing, so
1: Yes.
5: <laughs> it would have been a red shirt, it'd be dead within the first five minutes.
1: <laughs> and he was wearing a red
4: shirt.
0: So in this scene, um you know what? I was I was kind of impressed with where the show was going there, that Lister is finally having a, a real reaction to his predicament that he is Bored with everything and disgusted with life and that uh, being stuck on this ship with Cat and Rimmer and, and Holly is just finally driving him crazy.
1: Well, yeah, because he realizes uh, that everything they're doing is just to fill time and distract themselves from pretty much being imprisoned in this existence that can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm.
3: Do they have no chance of getting back to Earth?
1: Well, it's three million well, years later. They don't even know that Earth is there, or what is well tr- on Earth. They
3: might as well try.
5: <laughs> and apparently they've been going round yeah. and round in circles for the last so many years as well. Oh, they not-
3: <laughs> Do they not know where they are?
5: But I don't know how they no, know they- they're going round in circles when everything's black. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that, that that turned out to be a laugh.
1: Yeah, and Holly is sort of unreliable. And see, the thing is, they've been accelerating away from Earth for three million years.
3: Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> They're
1: very far away.
3: They could go back to sleep. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was really cool here was that in Lister's life before the uh, before the the incident and, and being thrown three million years into the future, Lister spent all of his time goofing off and trying to avoid work, and that was his... Pretty much his goal was to goof off all the time and have fun with, I guess, maybe the future goal of his of his Fiji thing. Mm-hmm. But because uh, it's just, you know,
1: fascist.
0: <laughs> yeah, <guys>. exactly. <laughs> but now that he can legitimately be a gentleman of leisure for the rest of his life, he realizes just how sad a thing that is.
3: Yeah, but who are you going to leisure with?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because he's not yeah. getting sex, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that what it comes down to? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, still I,
1: want... I think that he, yeah, he feels like. Because it seems like people do think of happiness as being at ease and not having to worry about anything, and sometimes I sympathize mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. But happiness does come down to feeling like you have some sort of purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you are worth something in the grand scheme of things.
3: You should start exploring planets. I've seen episodes here and there, and I've never seen them go to a planet. Did they ever do that? They crash on a
0: Yeah, we've seen a couple of planets, but so far there's been no um, sign of alien life, which I wonder if this show will take after... Uh, the most awesome sci-fi show of all time, Firefly, in not having aliens exist. Hmm. Um, oh, really? <laughs> Try to bait Paul, don't get anything? <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a Firefly marathon um, going on right now.
0: There is, actually. All day on TV, uh, there Appar- was nothing but Firefly. Cause apparently in
3: Firefly, uh, Chinese people don't exist either. Even though they use their language. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well their culture still exists, but yeah. <laughs> I was um, I was um I was
2: thinking actually guys, um Uh oh. Because the potential cast have their own bra watch <laughs> uh why don't we start our own thing called Crash Watch? Considering, <laughs> considering Crash Watch. Considering we've seen Starbucks crashing in quite a few episodes so far.
1: Oh the crashes. Sure. So that they can show off their nifty model work. <laughs>
3: I like the model work quite a lot. (laughs) So Lister, Lister's hair—that's not—that's a wig, right?
4: No, like in real life.
2: No, that's his real
3: hair.
1: I think it's extensions.
3: Mm. Yeah, I would assume. Or that's what I meant. Yeah, Mm. it's not realist.
1: Because in the last episode, then he and Rimmer swapped bodies, and Rimmer, as soon as he got in the body, cut off the hair. Nah. It was tragic.
3: It's weird, um, I've seen that guy before on this, and on uh, Robot Wars, Mm -hmm. and um
4: But if I close close
3: my eyes and just listen to his voice and the way he speaks, he sounds like Nick Frost
0: Um, A little bit, I could see that maybe I'm just
5: so glad someone else apart from me brought Robot (laughs) Wars
3: It was big in Canada for a while
5: it's awesome. I
2: love did that ha- game. Didn't you have your own <laughs> didn't you have well no I don't think Canada had their own version but America and certainly
0: did. Hmm. I'm not familiar with it. What is Robot Wars? Oh it it's is, the best.
5: It's it a, a game show, basically you've got a group of people who built robots and you just oh, fight yeah. against each other. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So Craig Charles oh was he a host? Yes. yes. He was the host. I time. see. Cool. Yeah, yeah, there, the, I've, I've seen some shows like that. I, I didn't realize that he had hosted one. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, do, you ever, uh, do, you ever,
2: do you ever watch a program called uh, BattleBots?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, almost exactly the same idea.
0: Right. So, oh, speaking of weird uh, games, I really wanted to see some of the other ones that they talked about. <laughs> Unicycle Polo, Soap Sud Slalom. <laughs>
1: <coughs> that reminded me of turkey bowling.
0: Oh uh, yeah, turkey bowling. Um, so, right. Crichton is
1: rocking out.
0: Yeah. Crichton is playing air guitar. Not unlike Bill and Ted.
3: <laughs> Wild Stallions. Um, <laughs> just saying. Does this does this robot have emotions? Yes. yes. Okay. Because genet-
1: genetic mutation can suck his emotions out. Yeah. Mm. As we've seen two episodes since. Man, talking about sci-fi out of context is really yeah. weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: It's like, oh yeah, when those two characters swap bodies, then that's what <laughs> happens.
0: Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the Cryo new thing. I've, I'm, I'm beginning to like Crichton quite a lot actually. He's, he's growing on me. Uh, but I did get a chuckle when he was playing air guitar.
1: And he does have a tape deck on his
5: hip.
0: Yes. Yep. In his belly. In
5: his hip. Not his belly. It was <laughs> in his
0: hip. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: So, do you uh, want to okay, talk about that's... the two Harry Potter references that you he spotted here? Yes.
0: So. You know, we've been talking about all the little things that were kind of Harry Potter-ish here and there. That you know, we think that um, that Joe Rowling may have have happened to to spot while she was uh, busily working before she came up with the idea for Harry Potter. <laughs> so here we have uh, photographs where people are moving and smiling and waving in them. Oh yes. And then we have Crichton's removable eye. He hits himself on the back of his head. His eye pops out. Uh, he checks it over and puts it back in. Not unlike Mad Eye Moody.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. I oh, never there's... actually
5: thought of that.
3: But there was also those like Greek uh, people. What was it? The three Fates or something? They shared an eye. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they removed yeah. their eye.
0: <laughs> but yeah, this is just, it's lots of little things that on this show there's there was that uh, there was um... oh what were some of the other Harry Potter things, love?
1: Uh, Zero-G Football, sort of. Yeah,
0: Zero-G Football then, is kind of like Quidditch, and then the other, the, the big one was, um, the Death Day Party.
1: Yeah, oh, and the Polymorph.
0: Yeah. Thing. And, well, you know, it's funny because the episode name was Polymorph, which, yeah. um... Metamorph Megai and Polyjuice Potion, but that's just simple, you know, Greek Latin derivative. But, uh, the polymorph itself was very similar to a Dementor. It, so, yeah, she totally stole the entire series. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's sad. No, no, you, no. no Rowling no, no, is a that, hack. Quite intriguing.
5: <laughs> I want to find out if actually Joe Rowling was a big Red Dwarf fan. If it is, then that'd be She. Amazing.
0: She was working at the time, um,. In different jobs, and she would have been in, like, her early 20s when this was airing. So, I mean, it's quite possible that she would watch it in the evenings.
1: So, someday, when we get to talk to her in, you know, our fantasy daydreams, right. then <laughs> we'll add that to the list of questions to ask her. Yes.
0: <laughs> we will ask whether the name Albus Severus Potter having the initials ASP is relevant to that child's future, <laughs> and... Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: He, you mentioned the um, music that Croating was listening to.
0: Oh yeah. Well, now, I that's... did, but well, sorry,
2: no, I did Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So you two are married. I think of yours won.
1: <laughs> oh, fine. I lose my identity. Anyway, please come, uh-huh. Sean.
4: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: the uh, the song uh, that Croating is dancing dancing to. Was actually done by uh, Craig Charles' own band.
0: Oh, oh were those it his band, band members? It wasn't by Dave D. D Dozy, Beaky, Mick,
2: and Titch? No, 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 no. Do, do you understand?
0: Do you, do you understand that reference?
1: Yes.
2: Okay.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so Craig Charles had an actual band. Yeah. Cool.
1: But I was asking: Were those his band members that show up later on? Like, his actual band members? Yeah. When they show him as a young guy, middle uh, of the episode?
5: Uh, no. 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 Oh, ah, fine. Those <laughs> two guys... Um, I've forgotten the name.
2: Bill Steer and Jeffy Walker.
5: No, I've forgotten the name. Uh, Sorry. I've the character names. Sorry. Oh.
0: Dobbin and... Um, Carl. C-3PO. Yeah. Um, they're <laughs>
5: actually a band called Carcass. Which is a heavy um, metal band. I don't know if you've heard of it. Well,
0: I don't know. Um, no, no. It, Although, if, if you have the band named Carcass, I think it pretty much follows that you're going to be a heavy metal band. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I think it's New Age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy listening. The soothing
3: bluegrass. Bluegrass. <laughs> the soothing sounds.
1: No, the bluegrass this is, uh, <laughs> uh, band would be Roadkill.
0: <laughs> this is Public Radio International. We're going to listen now to the soothing sounds of Carcass. <laughs>
5: British people
1: yeah. won't get that all of their uh, radio is public.
0: It's it's Public Radio International, I'm sure that it exists in some form <laughs> in Britain. Okay, let's see. Okay. Alright, so, um, we also learned then about... Uh, Attention sheet, mm-hmm. which is really funny because Angela is totally addicted to popping bubble wrap. Me too. You are Me too.
1: Shut up.
0: <laughs> Not like you.
5: Now, now, children.
1: <laughs> maybe j- I just have more tension.
0: But oh, um, maybe
5: someone has well, more. There
0: you go. <laughs> but is it dynamic tension?
5: It's poppable tension. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh Lister, I mean, sorry, Rimmer comes in and asks Lister what's wrong, and you know they have a nice moment there, trying to joke with each other as usual. uh, You know what's wrong? Oh, it's November, nearly time for your bath. Got to, got to chuckle out of that. But, um, but Lister, he's seriously down in the dumps here.
4: Okay. He's, and we learned
0: that. the tragic tale of Thicky Holden. Mm. <laughs>
4: huh.
1: Oh, Thicky Holden. Creating tension sheets.
0: And Crichton continues on with his exposition yeah. to explain... or to show them the, the photos, and Holly ex- explains with this, the mutated developing fluid.
3: Is you that know, what I happened to it? Out.
0: <laughs> yes, over three million years, if you leave out developing fluid... It will gain the power to bend time and space. Ah. Yep. I, see, I leave stuff out on the counter all the time, and all I ever get is mold, so...
3: <laughs> so <what's>, no superpowers. <laughs> what's causing everything to mutate? Space radiation, or what?
0: Just time. time. Well, and actually, yeah, there was... Uh, that's what killed everyone on the ship, was, was radiation. Yeah.
1: Uh, but we had, like, what was it, the flu that... Mutated in the first season to um, uh, create um, physical representations of <laughs> of mm-hmm. Lister's personality aspects are, and
3: are they just like do they when they say mutation do they mean evolution or what <laughs> well with
0: with the cats it was evolution because um, the original cat was a pregnant female and then they bred. And and evolved over time. Yeah. Um. But I think with the rest, it can be mutation.
4: Yeah.
1: Hmm. Just you know, this is what we want to happen to create the plot contrivance. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it mutated. Yeah, it's the, it's the MacGuffin. No, wait, not the no, not a MacGuffin. What's what's the term? Um...
3: Deus ex machina. F-
0: f- Phlebotanum. Flabotinum. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, Desu's Mackinac, yeah, that pops up too, but yeah. Um, So they start popping into a few pictures, and at first I just thought that it made the pictures to where you could go in and out of them, which was cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that it was actual time travel until I saw that newspaper. Mm -hmm. Cute
1: moment. Remember, plays his own brother. Mm
3: -hmm. That was the Oh, that was awesome. That was a funny gag.
1: (laughs) Just really good timing there.
2: Uh, in the wedding uh well photo for the lack of a better yeah. term, did anybody recognize the person who played Frank? I never recognize I mean, anyone
0: i recognize <laughs> i recognize that that um that Rimmer played his own brother yeah, there that exactly it was, it was Chris Barry
2: yeah exactly what I was meaning
0: oh, okay, good. I couldn't remember what his name was so. <laughs> um
1: I was afraid you're gonna say, oh yeah, it's this British comedian that's shown up on no show that you've ever seen.
3: (laughs) It was Alexi (laughs) Psy.
0: You know, that show with the puppets in the 60s (laughs) on BBC3. It was awesome.
1: Oh, but I can't recognize actors even like I have a hard time recognizing people if they've got like makeup or disguise on or anything. I'm just
0: really bad at that which makes most eddie murphy movies really confusing for her <laughs>
3: uh-huh. now he's the fat one in this in this scene
1: <laughs> oh okay, but he's so not really didn't... fat oh okay
3: i think <laughs> i get it <laughs> but he looks so different <laughs>
0: And so, in classic time travel fashion, the first thing you do once you have a time machine is, uh, let's kill Hitler. Or, I'm sorry, uh, let's go punch Hitler. Yeah. Yes. And...
1: You have to go punch Hitler and then steal his briefcase. Mm. To be briefcase
0: fair,
5: group. there's no snowballs before that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: we mentioned the snowballs.
0: Yeah, we did. Snowballs are cool.
5: <laughs> Bye, Bob.
0: As are bow ties. No problem. So I noticed while they were talking about what all they could do with this cat mm-hmm. was again reading a magazine called Marilyn with a mm-hmm. picture of no, Marilyn Monroe. Man- yeah. what is this shows obsession with Marilyn Monroe
1: I think it's the cat's obsession with Marilyn,
0: Marilyn Monroe. Monroe Was hmm. he, was he planning on jumping into a picture with Marilyn I don't yes, know so. but well, he was wouldn't planning on
5: jumping on into a picture with a lot of half-naked women from Acapulco <laughs>
1: But see, that's the and, thing. That would actually be the responsible thing to do.
0: Yeah, you don't go mucking about with space and time. Holly tries to tell him causality. I mean, the first thing that idea that that Lister has is to create a time paradox. If he's never on Red Dwarf, he never gets the pictures, so he never goes back in time, so he never causes that causes himself not to be on Red Dwarf, so the universe explodes. <laughs> Like just like theory. it's going to do
2: in a bit, just over a month.
0: What was that saying? I said, just like
2: it's going to do in just over a month.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, as the Mayans have kindly let us know.
2: Yes. Even though I was stealing uh, a line from our good friend Nutty, um, it wasn't Mayans going to doing the end of the world, it was actually announcing the death of Dick Clark.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible.
3: I've seen surprisingly uh, few people freaking out about this. I thought there'd be more, uh, you know, more crazy people going nuts about
0: 2012. I <sighs> uh, people well...
1: are still disappointed about Y2K. Oh, don't <laughs> yeah.
3: worry,
1: don't
5: worry. It's December, it's December. That's when the panic will start.
3: Oh, you think?
0: Yeah. I, well, I mean, the whole thing. Okay. Well, first off, the Mayans did not have leap years, mm-hmm. so. If you factor in all of the leap days that we ha- that we have that their calendar didn't, then the world should have ended like three years ago.
3: Also, they have another calendar that's scheduled to start right after this one finishes.
0: <laughs> exactly. They just ran out of room. Yeah. It was like, hey, uh, this calendar's out of space. Should we start another one? We're like, oh, you know what? We'll just end this one and uh, we'll pick up another one uh, in 2012. Uh, I mean, nothing's going to happen to us before then, right?
3: <laughs> oh no spanish people
0: yep They're like, we'll do it live
3: yeah let's change that guys does anyone have a picture of uh mayans and spaniards meeting let's no. prevent let's prevent that whole thing oh. <laughs> let's oh, wow. jump in let's jump uh, again that time paradox
0: no <laughs> quit with the time paradox. it's a fixed
3: point in time oh. i wanted to save the mayans
1: Oh, you can't save
3: the Mayans. Oh well.
0: So Lister gets the idea to keep himself off of the red dwarf. Mm-hmm. And goes back to see his band Smegging the Heads. Oh, and, and we have the, the
1: the best. Oh it's Smeg and,
0: and the he- I thought it was Smegging ever. the Heads. Sorry. It's is it Smeg and or Smegging? Smeg, Smeg and, and the, the heads. Heads. Okay. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I heard it wrong. That's okay.
1: Smacking the heads just sounds dirty.
3: Mm-hmm. What? Reminds yeah. it reminds me of, like, a Monty Python type name. They're were they were always famous for using, like, the name, like, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, William H. Smegma from Lancashire <laughs> or whatever. Mm. Right. <laughs> Something like that. They loved using that name.
0: Yeah, and come. Constable Clitoris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of
1: course, Smeg, you know, is the uh, Red Dwarf fake curse word of choice.
0: Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're not the newbie noob- the newbiest noob- newbies on this show. No. I know,
1: we can be an expert in some stuff that's not Firefly or Star Trek. <laughs> 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 but anyway, this is the best cat outfit ever.
0: Yeah, the hat looked like um Grace Q's. Oh, it really does. <laughs> I I was going to say well, funnily enough, Q from Star Trek his his uh Judge Humanity costume hat, oh, but yeah. it really yeah. does look like a Grace Jones hat. <laughs>
1: and isn't that the same bar from backwards?
0: What do you say, Shane? I
2: don't um Probably. I mean, they probably had it in storage somewhere, which they just um, just got it back out of storage to do it a little bit again, but probably.
1: Well, it same just confused budget. me because it looked like the same bar, and then Crichton is like, where are we? And it's like, oh, it's a pub. And he's like, oh, I'm that... going to pretend like I've never seen a pub before, even though I did um, yeah, magic mm. tricks in mm. a pub. The well, maybe they, dimension. maybe
0: they like us. We're trying to pretend that that episode never happened. <laughs>
2: when I, when hmm. I mean when I mean the same pub, I do actually mean the same set. not exactly the same pub, right? Right. Let me just get that out there. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's
1: what I meant. Well,
2: yeah, but the yeah exactly it.
0: the same. <laughs> Speaking of same, same, um, very believable. Young actor they had playing uh, playing young Lister. Uh, can you tell us a bit about him? Who he was, or that was Lister's
5: li- uh, Craig Charles's little brother.
3: Yeah, uh, except he's wow. taller.
0: He is taller.
3: Yeah, Lister's Well, I drunk. thought
0: they looked alike. Yeah. That looks, well, you know, um... people as as they age, they get shorter. <coughs> oh, <okay>.
1: Space radiation <laughs> makes.
0: Yeah, see, it's, it's the shorter. yeah, being no gravity and something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> S-O-D, S-O-D, S-O-D
2: That would um um, um I'm going to butcher the name here Here, so, sorry uh, uh, um, um, Emile Charles, M-E-M-I-L-E um, Emile okay. Thank you
0: So, again we come to the portion of our show where we ask, um, is this a sci-fi TV show thing? Or a UK thing that we don't get? Um Shady. Was Shady ever slang for cool or interesting, or is this just a Red Dwarf creation?
5: Um, well, me- bearing in mind, the last the, the time we hear Shady after that is when Eminem made it
0: big. This was way before that, was That was, was just was a name, yeah. though. Slim, slim yeah. Shady. I mean... It the was... the term shady as in like he's doing shady backroom deals as in nefarious or clandestine that's a, still in use but on this in this episode they were using shady like that's cool or man that's shady or that was just that's a a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wizard Yeah So y'all's knowledge that was never slang No. No. Okay. Second question. Um yeah. Not into the dosh, as in not interested in wealth. Um, that one I didn't quite follow. Dosh, 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 dosh. 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 Is
5: a slang word for money.
0: Okay. Dosh. dosh.
5: Yeah, like moolah. It's like a
0: Klingon word. Coinage, money. kya, jol, dosh. dosh. <laughs> we
1: suddenly had a Klingon there. <laughs> Oh, so crypto fascists.
0: Uh, the whole scene guys. was crypto fascist bourgeois crap, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is
2: and it's also the um uh, <laughs> Department of Occupation of Safety and Health in Malaysia.
1: Oh good. Oh. <laughs> See I there's to, connections.
3: I wanted to I wanted to punch <laughs> Lister when he kept saying crypto fascist. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though.
0: Like, showing people's college selves or younger selves being all the naive political. Well, you know, he did
1: go to art school.
0: (laughs) Although, had, had he gone to art school at that point? I don't think so. He was 17.
1: Oh, true.
2: Well, you do go to college
0: when you're 16. So, potentially... Wait, what? Oh, wait, no. Yes, different different system, yeah. love. Uh, here, you usually graduate high school at 17 or 18. And then go to university or college. Mm.
2: Basically, the educational system over here is you leave school at 16. You spend two or right. three years at college. So, say, uh, um, 18. Okay, sorry. You
5: don't have to leave school at 16. You can bypass the whole college thing. You can yeah. you can either sixteen, you can either go to sixth form or go to college, and then eighteen, you can go to university or carry on at college. It's it's very confusing. It is not as confusing as your system though, because I have no idea. Right, there's freshmen, seniors, sophomores, <laughs> juniors. <laughs> Something No,
0: at, at, actually, you've got it. Yeah. Um. So here you go to elementary school or primary school, it's sometimes called, okay. and then junior high or middle school, it's yeah. sometimes called, mm-hmm. and then high school. And then after that, you either get a job mm-hmm. or live off your parents for a while. No. Okay. Yeah. Or you go on, go on to college, and yeah, your first four years at college, they're typically called freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, and then you get those with their senior plus and senior plus 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 while they figure out what they wanted to major in because they didn't get done in four years like they were supposed to. <laughs> and, and then, then after uh, that professional students. Gr- yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you, you know you go, go to, go grad go to gra- school graduate school
1: forever.
4: Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Just stay in grad school, all of the time.
0: Uh, not that we're doing that.
2: Basically, over here, we've got four institutions. Primary school, which is up to 11. Uh, secondary school, up to 16. College.
5: Oh,
2: well, that's true. Well, that's, well, yeah. College plus six. Well, it it will be 18 in a couple of years, won't it, actually, Paul? Yeah. By the minute of the choice, you can do
5: 18 or 15. Yeah.
2: Then after that is university.
0: Okay. Cool. Alright, well, uh, moving on then. Anything else on this scene before Young Lister seemingly rejects the offer? Nope. Nope. Cool.
5: Oh, yeah. I want to know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Basically, you've got the slides on the projection screen. Yeah. Yeah. When we see the wedding, we can't move out the sides. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they go into the pub. It looks like they can roam around.
0: It was an extremely wide-angle shot. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) What would happen if the slide got turned off?
4: (gasps) Oh!
0: Would you the picture would change and they would be trapped in it?
1: Or would they go to, like, this? would they cease to be
0: or what would happen if they projected the slide at the wrong distance from the screen would they go into either a tiny world or a giant world <gasps> what if the slide was sideways or upside down
1: or, or what if the slide like you messed with the focus and like everything got fuzzy mm. do you become fuzzy
2: we're thinking a bit too deep into this, I think. No, this what is can, amazing. Can, can, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> can you, can of uh, not Photoshop, but there's a lot of tricks you can do with uh, uh, manually developing films. So can you, like, uh, put things into the photo that weren't there, like, you know, fairies or whatever, and then will, if you go into the photo, will they actually be there?
1: Could you Photoshop yourself into the photo?
0: And meet yourself?
1: Or, like, would your Photoshop self in the photo, like, come into being?
0: <gasps> you Photoshop yourself into the photo, go into the photo, and then you and your Photoshop self leave the photo. <gasps> Cloning.
3: My brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we'll never know because they never try any of that crap. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> instead Lister creates a parallel universe in which he never got to a red dwarf
3: mm-hmm. yet somehow uh Rimmer still remembers everything happening mm-hmm. and so well, does Holly.
1: because he was at the center of the time injunction neck
0: point just to focus, focus. <laughs> reverse I the. god thing reverse the polarity of the neutron flow um <laughs> right can I just mi- can I just uh, so it his uh, mansion Take called Xanadu button. yeah mm-hmm. not after <laughs> can I uh, mi- can I just point the...
5: something out really quickly
0: go ahead no right this is it's okay this is go what ahead
5: what is bothering me I know okay. it's it's meant to be predominantly about the comedy and stuff but
2: yeah
5: even the littlest things can get into my head and okay. it bugs me right okay when Welcome to the Lister club. disappears,
4: mm-hmm.
5: obviously give gives reason that Kat and Rimmer disappears, mm-hmm. but why mm-hmm. is Rimmer still there? Because he wouldn't have been there as a hologram because
0: Lister... The reason he was picked was because he, uh, Holly thought he was the best match for Lister. Lister. You're absolutely right.
5: And it's messing my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I can I can still see where he would still make the same mistake, miss the same details, mm-hmm. and the ship would still get irradiated in the same way mm-hmm. without Lister being there. Mm-hmm. But you're you're right. Why would he be the hologram instead of the captain or someone more competent? If there's no Lister to keep sane, of course. Mm-hmm.
5: The fact that it's three million years in the future, so he would have been dead if he had not died three million years before. So he wouldn't have been there. Someone oh, me. you're... Oh, are, are You're you talking about the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying I could still see him being, being there uh, as a hologram, whatnot, if he were picked for the hologram. But no, you mean at the end of the episode how he could still be alive. No,
5: no, no. I was talking about the previous...
0: The wet... Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Maybe... <laughs> Okay. Okay, considering that this is a time paradox, because none of this would have happened if Lister had not been there and wanted to not be on the ship, and therefore, you know, the, the, the it's a time paradox. Therefore, mm-hmm. maybe, like, the forces of time or whatever preserved rimmer in order to set everything correct. Ah. You know, cuz he ended a, up time setting page, everything yeah. back to where Thicky Thickerson whatever like invented tension <clears throat> sheets. Yeah, my head's I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's fate. time
0: travel. But eventually, uh Doc Brown and Marty managed to se- Oh wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wrong thing. Here we go. <laughs> So, uh, yes, The Legend of Xanadu by Dave D. Dozy B. Yep. <laughs> um which was a funny <laughs> reference. I, it immediately made me think of uh, Death Proof, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Yeah, talking about them.
1: They have a whole conversation in Death Proof with Quentin Tarantino about that band and who's supposed so, to be in it.
0: yes. And so, without going into any awesome quotes from this section, they find out that Lister lived a long and happy and wealthy life, mm-hmm. and Rimmer decides to rescue him. And then we get to see down Abbey. Move on,
2: yes? Before we move on, I've just got a quick uh, note here, that the woman playing the reporter mm-hmm. uh, was Ruby Wax.
5: By Ed missus.
2: Exa- indeedy.
5: Ed <laughs> Sorry? Um, Ruby Wax is married to Ed who who is the director of Red Dwarf. Okay. Mm. But Ruby Wax okay. is a funny comedian.
2: Yeah. Because the original actor chosen to play that character was Graham Chapman of Monty Python fame.
0: Oh, ah, oh yeah. yeah.
2: But he died shortly before the rehearsals could begin.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Mm. No, what happened was he read a re- run through of the episode. And he tried to understand the whole time paradox thing, and his head exploded, and hence, yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't
2: talk ill of the dead. I
5: apologise.
4: Mm. <laughs> um, too soon. Yeah,
0: um, too soon. <laughs> you, um, well, oh, almost. Hang on here. <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: You're almost. You're almost accurate. Actually, he did die of something in the head.
0: Console cancer. Exactly. Here. Oh my, okay. Yeah.
3: Was that what it was? Yeah. Aw. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, that that, that was a blood. cancer.
1: Um, so Flintstone huh. shirt. Let's, <laughs> let, let's talk about happier things. Yeah,
0: okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, moving on then. Um, yes, Flintstone shirt. Yeah, so as soon as we see uh, the mansion, Angela and I are like, hey, it's Downton Abbey. Um. <laughs> Where did they film this? That was the most gorgeous set. Or not not a set. Gorgeous house ever.
2: It was filmed in Linn Hall in Cheshire. Ah. Hmm. Wow. Linn Hall. al
1: And who is the butler guy?
2: He was funny. He
1: seemed like a prominent character for, you know, the show.
2: Uh, He, uh, Robert Adair Uh, a deal. He's famous for playing Sir Guy of Gisborne in the television series Robin of Sherwood. Huh. Huh. Between 1984 and 1986.
0: Cool. And I don't know if they actually built this or managed a really good special effect, but the giant statue. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) The giant inappropriate P- pissing, statue,
3: pissing champagne, yeah, into the courtyard. Yes.
1: Well, now they can't get that to work yet. The so the engineer is working on it.
3: <laughs> Man, if you had that much money to throw around, you'd be an ass not to just donate it to needy people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Rimmer, even with all uh, Rimmer, Lister, mm. even with all that money. Still has sort of an unfulfilling life. He's still like buying the crappy food that he bought when he was a young uh, band member, a young guitarist.
0: I'm sorry, there is nothing unfulfilling about that sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that I actually have a note here that that sandwich looks awesome. It, it, it's sort of the the dive diners around here. We call that a hot roast beef, hmm. and
1: but see the the sandwich was roast fulfilling. But the rest of his life isn't. That's why he needs the sandwich. Oh,
3: I see. He just just needs to always be eating sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Then he'll be okay.
1: A fried (laughs) egg and chutney sandwich.
0: Oh, uh, we need an update on that, Paul. Have you ever gotten around to trying that? Nope. Okay. And he
4: doesn't intend to. Let us know. Let us know.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, so yeah, I have, shows I'm sorry,
5: up. I, I was going to say I have I have seen some very different I've seen some very different chutneys and I'm like, I might actually try and do it but it's just deciding the chutney I said before, that's what that's that difficult decision
0: Yes Maybe mango, mango chutney
5: mm-hmm. But there's different ones Oh I saw an apple I ha- chutney
0: oh. I think an mm-hmm. apple chutney is probably a perfect choice but I did not know there was such a surplus of of chutney varieties there. We're right. in England; we'll make stuff out of anything. <laughs> it's true. You, you you need something to put on your kippers, I suppose. I don't eat so. kippers.
5: Jane, do you? <laughs>
1: well, you know, it's all that boiled food. They've got to find something.
0: Boiled. I actually. I actually looked up uh, this this whole kipper situation mm-hmm. for the states. They're not really uh, prepared much around mm-hmm. here. You pretty much just have to get them canned or, or in jars. Um, you can't can't really buy fresh kippers, except in a you know the odd fancy place. So sadly, the the kipper recipes will not benefit me.
5: Can you go to a fishmonger?
1: We have very few well, fishmongers. Around yeah, here.
0: I'm sure there's some there's some coastal places that have fishmongers, but you know we're we're pretty far inland here.
1: Yeah, we do have catfish farms.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to eat raw catfish, so. No. <laughs> okay. be, is it okay. hard
3: to find good sushi there?
0: Actually, that that's a growing market. Um, yeah, there's there's several good sushi places.
1: Yeah, there's several pretty good places. Of course, you know, some places have fresher-tasting fish than other places, but, you know, it's decent. As long as you're not a food snob. Like, sometimes we get people from, like, the north and stuff like that that will go around and say, Oh, just, you can't get any good food around here. Just the pizza is wrong, and the fish is wrong, and I'm just like, shut up and eat your barbecue.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's why you really this came is not... here anyways. Yeah.
1: This is, exactly, this is and enjoy your lower cost of living. <laughs>
3: yeah. Did we, get to the, did we get to the part where he goes into his own past yet? We're about to. Not no, yet, oh, okay. so...
0: River shows up, tries tries to change things, fails utterly, comes back, decides to beat Lister to the punch, and goes into his own past. Yep.
3: Can I... I have to ask about a Britishism. Okay. Mm, uh, please. Torch. If you call a flashlight, flashlight a torch, what do you call an actual torch in Britain? You know, no. with, the, with the flame on the stick.
5: We call it a torch.
3: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Alright, torch has two meanings, okay.
5: Yeah, we, no, we call the other one the flaming torch. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well if you call the trunk of a car a boot what do you call a boot, Still a boot.
1: <laughs> 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 uh. okay so little eight-year-old rimmer is about yeah. this cutest thing that i've ever seen and i don't know why anyone would ever beat him <laughs> up I just wanted to hug his, him.
0: <laughs> He's his little teddy bear—that
1: was the cutest thing. Okay, his teddy bear has a military helmet.
0: His little army hat bear—I love it.
1: And he can already do the salute. He did the little wavy salute. It was—it was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and what did that they mark his nice name thing. out and? Put
0: his name on the end of his bed I didn't notice I forget
1: shame I mean yeah they I didn't
2: vote it down. I thought you one of you two might have done that
1: well, we can't no. be responsible for <laughs> noticing things
0: <laughs> me, I, I can't remember I saw it, and I remembered I chuckled, but I forgot what it what it says now. Ah,
5: well. Oh, well. I will find out. Thank bonehead. you, Paul. I might as well watch the episode again and find out.
2: It's Bonehead.
5: Oh, Bonehead. Yay. There we go. Fine. <laughs> did <Shandy> to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, when he comes back, he sings a bit of Fiddler on the Roof. Now, uh, in- incidentally, yeah. um, I know uh, uh, Danny John Jewell says, but d- has, um, has Chris Berry done much in the way of musical theatre?
2: Not far as I'm aw- not musical theater. Okay. No, not as far as I'm aware. I was just
0: curious. I mean, he's he's got a fair voice, and you know, I just wondered.
1: That was a cute moment, uh. though. And then he was alive, alive. <laughs> he was
0: alive. Until he wasn't question
2: <laughs> question for you did anybody yeah. notice the h disappearing before
3: someone mentioned it on screen? i did I did not, oh you cool? yeah, you I wrote it now. down. I was, I was like the h is gone
1: but the h is gone,
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> that is what I meant, of course. <laughs>
1: But, okay.
3: No, I I did not. Okay,
1: why would they put explosives there where they could easily (laughs) be hit? Like, right on the edge of the pathway.
0: (laughs) And how did they not get... Plus, if there were boxes of explosions, why didn't they uh, do something with that when they had a mutant monster running around the ship trying to kill them? If you can accidentally bump into a box and it cause a... Uh, a landmine ex- type explosion. Hindsight <laughs> or, you know, is twenty twenty. <laughs> 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 I guess so.
3: Where um, were you when they needed you? Needed you last time?
0: Yeah.
1: It was packed on the starbug.
3: <laughs> I will be honest. Um, the first time we
0: watched this, yes. I didn't see. Like, I had to go back and and figure it out again because I didn't see why he exploded.
2: Hmm. <laughs> That's because like. <clears throat> sorry. That's because I had to cut a little bit out. Um, when he put his fits down onto the boxes, mm-hmm. the boxes snapped. So the boxes on top actually fell on his head. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so they cut, just cut
3: around that.
0: Okay. He muta- Wait, he
3: mutated was... into an explosion.
0: <laughs> that <how> that <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even an explosive box. It's just after three million years, then a regular box becomes pure C four. Yes, <laughs>
1: and has the words "explosions" written on the side. That's part of the mutation.
0: <laughs> it's a strange universe. Yeah, but at first I was like, "Well, wait, was it the sandwich?" Was at first when he, when he took a bite of the sandwich, I thought it was going to be that the sandwich had been poisoned to kill Hitler along with the explosive and that he was going to take that bite of sandwich and that kill him. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, it would have been a nice uh, turnaround. Mm.
0: But he blew up. That was funny too. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I liked this episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was good times. Was- even though by the end it's like everything is reset back to status mm-hmm. quo. Mm-hmm.
3: That's how it is with sitcoms, though, isn't it? Mm.
0: I know. Yeah. But is it a sitcom or a sci-fi? Yes. Sci-fi-com. Sci-com. Sci-com. But there was still good character exploration. Mm. And, uh, you know, we learned a bit of backstory, and, and we get... Some scenes with Lister here, where he's dealing with some stuff, and yeah, there was there was more character depth and conversation than in you know say backwards or or something like that. So it wasn't like oh gee, all it was was just a gag for time travel. No, this was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought.
5: So are we doing ratings?
2: Well, there's one. There's I one suppose. note that in which I wrote down, which I never said. So I'll just quickly say that if that's okay. Do it. Get mm-hmm. it. Uh, the actress who placed Sabrina Mulholland to Jones. <laughs>
5: oh, I love that name.
2: <laughs> was uh, an actress by the name of Q Stark. I don't like this
4: much. <laughs> 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 Who's she?
2: Uh, she, was, uh, she was heavily involved with Prince Andrew, son of Queen Elizabeth II, before his marriage to Sarah, Protectress of York.
5: Oh, she's a home wrecker. Oh, there you go. I don't
2: know. No, before his marriage (laughs) to Zara. Before,
5: yeah. Oh, before. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
1: she did not have a chance to wreck that home.
2: No.
5: Seriously, Prince Andrew chose Fergie over her.
4: (laughs) Well.
0: (laughs) Excuse me. But you know, hey, she went on to join the Black Eyed Peas and was pretty awesome. So, <laughs>
5: well, delicious,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. now can we do? Are we doing rating? I suppose so. Matthew, feedback. you are our guest. You get to rate first. And oh, do do you have a funny rating system picked out?
3: Me? Yes. Yes. I do. Cool. Go for it. I'm all had so at this. Like,
5: he, he sounded like Mr. Burns there for a second.
3: Who me? Uh, yes. Uh yeah, I, I'm going to give it a uh, 7 out of 10 haphazardly placed explosives. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It, it was it was a good episode. I enjoy time travel, but I it, it since I enjoy time travel so much, it irks me when they don't when it's not, you know, doesn't follow the laws. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I can't laws expect of time too much.
1: travel that there are.
3: Well, you know, <laughs> logical laws that anyone could pick out how, you know, time changed, but one of them still remembered the original timeline and such, that kind of thing. But, um...
0: Well, if you will remember, in Back to the Future Part 2, two. then uh, Marty and Doc remembered the original timeline after uh, Biff changed it.
3: That's true. Mm-hmm.
0: Because they were, they were still in that universe and... and part of the nexus point where it changed so it's it's not completely bollocksed but yeah
3: hmm. well nobody said that back to the future was perfect either <laughs> you shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> it is like the it.
0: best that's <laughs> a good flick well i um i liked this quite a lot too and i'm going to give it 8 out of 8 uh, seven, five or 8 7.75 Giant champagne urinating statues.
1: That's a lot of champagne urinating <laughs> statues.
0: It is, but it's worth it. Totally worth it. I'll go next. Okay. Um,
5: I, I, I really like this. I like this episode a hell of a lot more than I did uh, the previous one. In fact, this is one of my favorite out of the series. Um, so I'm going to give it 8.5 crypto-fascist dictators. out <laughs> to 10.
1: Shane?
2: Angela? I let you go first. <laughs> because, no, 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 you. No, no, I insist. No, no, I'm doing someone's not at all. already started my rating system. I'm trying to find a new one. Okay. Oh, okay. It's always the
0: case. Go ahead, sweetie.
2: <laughs> Every single week.
1: Well, I am going to give this to. I mean, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ooh. Not going to give it two. I'm going to get it, give it 8.5, I think. Mm. Um, uh, Wealth-inducing tension sheets.
2: Excellent. Brilliant. No I'm shame. Go- yes. <laughs> I'm going to give it nine. Uh, I did have one. Here you go. I think I'm almost done. We're doing minus. ratings now. Yeah, just okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, I'm going to give it nine teddy bear and army hats.
0: Nice.
4: Awesome. Um,
2: it, yeah, it's, it's a really great episode. They all are. To be perfectly honest, really. Um,
1: well, not all episodes are
5: great, but. <laughs> oh, don't start this again.
2: Please. Don't start, yeah, indeed. I <laughs> know, oh, no, I didn't.
5: I mean,
2: it's just, not, in my opinion, not,
5: disagree, not. Let's
0: move
2: on. Yeah,
1: not my every favorite episode can TV be TV shows. I will agree there are some stinkers. Yeah.
0: Not every episode of Well, okay, every episode of Firefly is great, but that's very rare.
5: I'm not rising to it today, Heath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a good man. Now, even not seriously, any any show, yeah. I think you're going to have weaker and stronger episodes. Mm.
1: I mean, recently we finally got through this episode that we were putting off of Voyager. We've been watching Voyager, and Voyager is generally a good show. There's a lot of good things going on it. Chakotay and the Magic American Indians, though.
3: He's the worst character in that show. (laughs) He is. He
1: really is. But we're done with that episode. and (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. But anyway, even the shows I really like, I, I can acknowledge, there's some bad
0: episodes. Hmm. So well, at <laughs> this point, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
3: I was just gonna say you guys do quotes too, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We will. Yeah, but we first.
0: Gonna... Uh, why don't we do a bit of feedback? Yes. All right. Yeah. We will get to the red dwarf intro cast. So the first thing that I will say in terms of feedback is that "Have a butcher's" is Cockney rhyming slang, <laughs> or "butcher's hook." Uh, butcher's hook equals look, as about five people were kind enough to point out to us. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny though that that like none of the others saw that it had been posted before, but we do appreciate it because yeah, we actually like learning about the little cultural quirks there and the whole phenomenon of of uh, Cockney rhyming slang is awesome.
4: Mhm, it's
0: a lot of fun. Okay, um, I'll, I'll do the first
5: first one. Um, Hit it. Hitler has sexy handcuffs. Doesn't he
0: though? He does. But you, you need so you need to get to the feedback he. though. <laughs> <laughs> and only one testicle apparently.
5: I love that bit in the oh when. when <laughs> I, I really really like that part where he's he's saying him he's like, yeah, and then he
0: starts to, sticking
5: his
0: yeah. fingers up at him. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Nick Quinn says that he can't discuss the episode without quoting. Paul says it's okay, and he says, "Yeah, but then I'll use up all the quotes, so nothing really comes of that." But then you and Ankhorn comes in with, like body swap. This is not one of my very favorites from series three, but again, it is still very good. Young Lister is great, and it is very hard not to steal a quote here, but I shall restrain myself. Much appreciated, you and Ankhorn.
4: Um. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: And that was the feedback from Russ Greenow. Thank you, Russ.
3: <laughs> that really was a horrible song, wasn't it? Mm. It
4: was, it was the debate. best song
3: ever. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> you, you just don't get it because you're so crypto-fascist? <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Oh, I guess I must be. <laughs> just,
1: you know, you just don't get
0: it. Uh, who wants to read Sam Highland?
1: I will do it. Sam Hyland says, A good episode characteriz- characterization-wise. I love that Cat and Lister have been inventing stupid games to play to occupy their time and distract themselves from the loneliness. Note Craig Charles' bad 80s rap when he's arriving in his obviously late 80s limo. Love the ending of the episode where Rumor finally getting something wonderful but ruining it for himself in true Smeghead style.
0: Indeed. Although, I didn't really note... Um, I didn't really notice the limo at all. What about the limo was obviously late 80s? The
5: that Do any of y'all remember? in the late 80s, mm. hence the limo
0: was around. Yeah. Mm. Somebody's was kind of a really boxy. big uh,
3: limo aficionado here. Yeah. I
0: guess uh, so. <laughs> Notice You'll that. notice that the back spoiler uh, clearly shows the... Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember, though, how it looked at all, so there may have been something obviously 80s about it that I, I didn't, don't recall. It's probably it's a very boxish leather.
3: car. You well, know what?
0: I liked the boxy look of the 80s cars, though. I guess I yeah, I don't mind anyway. it. So, uh, that is our feedback for this week. Thank you all for your feedback. If you want to send some feedback... Uh, hop on our Facebook group, which is the Red Dwarf Intro Cast on the Facebooks. Uh, you can also uh, tweet at us on the Twitter later, uh, and that is at
1: Twitter.com/slash Red Dwarf Intro.
0: You can email us at the Red Dwarf Podcast at Gmail.com, spelled G M A I L. Uh, you can also pop onto the iTunes. And you can, like, subscribe to our show, and then you won't have to bother downloading it. It will magically pop up every week Mm -hmm. uh, for your listening pleasure. And then you can even rate us on iTunes and say that we're, like, the best podcast ever made. A lot better than Twin Peaks. Oh. (laughs) That was unnecessary. It really was. (laughs) No, But, yeah, seriously, uh, we could use some ratings. We always appreciate that kind of feedback. And uh, so, yeah, that's how you can get in touch with us. So, are we doing the commercial? We are doing the commercial. Here's a commercial.
1: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
5: this is Andy and Dan from Total Wrestling Show are you enjoying the programming right now? it's been a great show and if you're enjoying this don't forget to tune in every Sunday 6pm GMT for Total Wrestling Show
3: live and if you want to be part of the most interactive Facebook group in the wrestling world ever go to facebook.com forward slash TWS live or you can tweet us at TWS Me. and don't forget
5: if you can't join us live every Sunday at 6pm at totalwrestlingshow.com you can always check us out on podcast and that is off the iTunes feed and while you're there leave us a review. Exactly, so if you want to have the latest news The latest reviews, the latest competitions And the latest superstar interviews Join us for Total Wrestling Show Live, the UK's number one In Pro Wrestling Interactive Talk
0: And we're back And we certainly do heartily endorse that product And or service, don't we Matthew? Yes,
3: indeed My (laughs) favourite My
0: life has never been the same without you
5: <laughs>
2: I know. It's is amazing, oh. isn't it? <laughs>
0: well, I can let's. Take it or leave uh... it. Hey, we love our friends. Yes, we do. Uh, let's. Uh... We haven't even put in the ad yet, so we don't even know who we're talking about. Um, let's do some quotes before we get into we quotes. Heath. Our farewells
2: before we get into quotes. I've got uh, interesting information. I've just been onto the uh, Google. Yeah, and there's a song called Hitler's Only Got One Ball. Uh-huh. It was a song that mocks Nazi leaders using blue comedy in reference to their testicles. Mm.
0: It was a, a marching song.
2: It was written in 1939.
0: Cool. Yeah, I, I was I was actually familiar with that. I uh, I should have mentioned. But yeah. Now there's actually some debate over whether there's any basis for that in reality. Mm. Um it's really nothing I've ever thought to wonder about, so let's leave uh, dictator's testicles out of it. I
1: mean, he did commit and genocide, him. No, So I think that's enough points against him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah.
0: So. Uh, oh, quick update. We have 59 members in our Facebook group. What, what, we need... We need 10 more for need favorite number. We <laughs> need... <laughs> Sixty-nine, uh, dude! <laughs> um, Yeah, so let's see if we can bump that up to in the 60s by next week, huh? Thanks. Invite your friends. Tell them how awesome we are. Tell them how awesome these quotes are. And Matthew, you are our guest, so you get to start us out.
3: Sweet. Uh, I only wrote down two. Um, Which one should I choose?
0: D- don't steal Paul's.
3: Well, I like when he said, "I'm sick of the way." He said he's sick of a lot of things. Then he said, "I'm sick of the way you smile when you're being insulted." (laughs) Cut! Cut to him (laughs) smiling. Yes, I like that. That was pretty good.
5: Uh, I will go now then. Okay, go ahead. Um, it's my duty, my duty as a complete and utter bastard.
3: That was my. Oh, oh
5: should I say what? How Ruby would say, bastard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. That
1: that uh, but, was, I think, one of the best lines from all of Red Dwarf ever.
0: We chuckled quite a bit.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll go next if that's uh, okay. Go ahead. We will, We could go back to Dallas in November 1963, stand down on the grassy knoll, and shout, "Duck." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry, it must have bypassed my good taste chip. <laughs> yeah.
1: It is almost Swiftian in its rapier like subtlety. See, it's a literary <laughs> quote. I have to pick it up.
0: I had a conversation here. Um, died in a plane crash at 98. 98? His own fault, apparently. He was making love to his 14th wife and lost control of the plane. <laughs> Do you have any photos? <laughs> Not of that, no.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, Paul? I've lost it. Where's it gone? Hold on. Crichton, unpack Rachel and get out the and repair kit. <laughs> nice. There we go.
1: Junior Angler is the best you're gonna get out of me, buddy.
5: On a side note, nice. when I was a little kid, I loved that game.
4: Oh really? Oh, I thought that was amazing... the made up.
5: <laughs> no, no, Junior Angler. is a board game. It's like it's got four four walls. You're not allowed to look over the top, and you've got a little fishing magnet on a on a fishing rod, and you have to just mm-hmm. just tend the fish and try and get a fish with the magnet, it was awesome, and I realized I had a very boring childhood.
0: <laughs> Alright, any more quotes?
5: Uh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's it gone? I, I, I've got a load of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Misty, it's me. It's Rimmer. Rindy, Arnie Rimmer. Arnie. All Iron balls. Rimmer. Rimmer. Apparently, the gentleman's name is Rimmer,
3: sir. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. Oh. I liked
0: Gilbert. All right. Um, well, I think we need to wrap up for this week. So, what is our homework for next week, Shane?
3: The last day.
0: The last day.
3: Fitting for uh, that's the series finale, right, guys? No more after that.
1: (laughs) Yes, the the show is done completely. This is the second to last episode of our podcast, everyone.
3: (laughs) Well, it's it's called the last day, so.
0: My guess is this is going to be the episode where Lister dies and has to regenerate into the next Lister. Ah. And they will in- inexplicably change actors and not mention it or give us any idea of, <laughs> of why. And then uh, we'll just have to put up with it.
1: <laughs> he can only do that 13 times, by the way.
0: Oh, I actually have no, no idea uh, what that one will be about. Do you have any guesses, love?
1: Yeah, it's probably gonna reference the big overarching plot, but honestly, by now all of my predictions have been, uh, over the overarching plot have been not good, so I'm not gonna attempt.
5: Oh, <laughs> Alright. All right. <laughs> Come on, have a
1: guess. Won't give you the satisfaction, Paul.
0: No, oh. <laughs> Okay, well, we are going to uh head on then. Thank you for stopping by and listening with us. Uh Matthew, thank you for joining us. It has been a pleasure.
3: No problem. I had fun. Hope
0: hope you will uh keep uh watching the show and maybe uh join us again sometime.
3: Yeah, I'm going to have to start from the first, I think. I don't want to <laughs> like continue on from here. I'll probably start over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome.
3: Got to jump in the middle. Cool.
0: We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody.
3: Bye. 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 bye, bye. Adieu. <laughs> it's
2: cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. More alone. More than
0: let me fly <laughs> by. S. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> La leyenda the
4: you